Hello and welcome to the stream, a podcast where we talk about movies. My name is John Carlo Altube, aka the American Dragon, and joining me as always, the president of a South Philly Emirate and a man who always pays his fantasy football dues up front, the Criterion Nigerian from Ethiopia. It's Nader Samara. What's that, Johnny Boy? Not much, Nader. What's happening with you, man? Man, I was out on a Tuesday night in this town. Bar's too quiet. Uh, and the cover band is too loud. I step outside. I'm about to leave when walk right by, and I just freeze. All, 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 all the times you try to find someone that hit me like you, and I'm not the type who likes to rush in. But I, I want to. Uh, I don't know you, but it feels like I do. And I was frozen when you walked in the room because every single word, it just makes my stomach turn. Cause I don't know you, but it feels like I do. But it feels like I do. But I want, but it feels like I do. <laughs> What's up, John? <laughs> Uh, can was, you explain was, to the people what just happened? <laughs> yeah, that was Vin Diesel's Feel Like I Do. This man is on a roll. Anthem after anthem. It's uh, it's impressive. This is episode 60 of The Stream. The Scott Schoenweiss episode? I the, got no one else. The every offensive lineman episode? Yeah, for sure. It's <laughs> that one. You got it. <laughs> uh, Scott Schoenweiss was a, a journeyman uh, pitcher. Played for the Mets for a couple years. That's how I know his number. I don't know what you're talking about because I don't watch baseball. Sorry, black people don't watch baseball. Yeah. It is uh, not big (laughs) in the community. Not her. (laughs) Yep. And we're talking about the show community, obviously. Shout out Dan Harmon. Yeah. He's one of our best. Hey, Nader. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about Vacation Friends on Hulu. And in our buffering segment, we will be talking about the career of Michael K. Williams. Hey, Nader, feel the wind in your hair. Oh, we, we have different hair. <laughs> I can still feel it in my face. We watch Vacation Friends. Why does the salt not taste salty? Oh, because it's cocaine. What? We actually brought it from home. Very, very easy if you ever want to try it. It's just a Ziploc and a full shampoo bottle. And it's so much more comfortable than when I had it in my ass. Mm. Okay, look, we just got a container. This only happened because you said see you later. I said it without meaning it like any decent person would. <laughs> and somehow he's charming my dad. Hope you're comfortable letting him force him. Oh, so there's at least one girl involved. Uh, Yvonne Orji and Lil Rel go on an adventure in Mexico with Cena and his jet skiing blowtorch weed smoking girlfriend. They have the time of their lives. Uh, they get shaman married. The the shaman immediately ends the ceremony, almost, I would say, abruptly. Um, and then they go their separate ways, thinking that they are just vacation friends, except when a tuxedo propels down from a bulldozer, they got to have that real wedding. Uh, and Cena's fuck fucks, they come back, but in the big truck truck and with the most duck duck in her, the lady's pup pup. And really thought it was his own buck buck, but it was not his buck buck. It was Cena's buck buck, because he broke his buck in a buck when they jumped in the in the wuck. Uh, uh, it's all love mushrooms. Uh, dad's dad dad's gonna be tough. Vacation friends. Nailed it. Got in one. Uh, I just want to make a quick note for the. Uh, Construction equipment enthusiast. It was a crane and not a bulldozer. So uh, don't send. Yeah, we got to start over. Uh, we watched the uh, 2021 Hulu exclusive film Vacation Friends. 
Uh, this starts uh, starts and ends after an hour and 40 minutes, and it stars Lil Rel. <laughs> and uh, you like that same night? <laughs> uh, it's cool. As you did that, the cell cell that I opened just exploded all over my floor. Continue. You got it. Ah, uh, beans. You got to clean that up, dude. Yeah. Keep it going. <laughs> anyway, uh, this movie stars... Uh, Lil Rel uh, and um, John Cena, I would say we're probably the two stars, and uh, Yvonne Orji and Meredith Hagner, who you may remember from previous episode of uh, this show when we did Palm Springs. She played uh, the girlfriend uh, in that one. So uh, this movie, uh, directed by Clay Tarver, who I'm not familiar with. Not oh, are you familiar the, with oh, you mean the act? You mean the? Sorry, no, you threw me off. I couldn't. I couldn't remember where I remember where I knew Shorty from. You're saying she was. Andy Samberg's girlfriend in that. Gotcha. I was like, I was thinking of uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lottie. Gotcha. That's where she's from. Sorry. Continue. No, no, yeah. She, yeah, that's because I was like, I know this girl's face. I was trying to figure it out, and then I, I ended up looking her up. So, yes. Um, uh, so, yeah, then it's it's basically like it's two opposites uh, meet each other, and uh, two opposite couples meet each other on vacation in Mexico, and uh, hilarity ensues. Uh, they do all kinds of crazy stuff with these two people who are seemingly insane, uh, but at the end of the day, they're actually really good people, and they do everything they do is actually right somehow. Cause, uh, cause Except drugs. The ranks. Hey, I know you wrote down quotes. Can I just say my two favorite jokes from the movie are please Lil Rel yell both Lil Rel lines. It's him yelling at John Cena after he takes the mushroom. Everything yeah. you touch turns to drugs. <laughs> Incredible line of dialogue, yeah. And the other one is when they pull up to the Waffle House and the the, the Ranger uh, car is there and it's like all busted up front. He just looks at his wife and goes, I think this is it. It's uh, so unnecessary, but it made me laugh so hard. Yeah, this is a movie derived of quotes. Uh, strap in, Johnny boy. Here we go. Here we go. Here it comes. Sailing makes my dick hard. I'm almost at half-mast. My dick needs to FaceTime someone. <laughs> Who smuggles drugs into Mexico? <laughs> yeah, he makes one. me eat cat food and use the bathroom in a lawn chair with the seat cut out. <laughs> Hope you didn't order the punch. Get it? Because you punched me. <laughs> Let's just say after eight or nine calls, I've gotten to know the timber of your voice. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of people... Have, this, and this is all Murillo. Here we go. A lot of people have issues with three-star three hotels, but they are just as good as five-star hotels. After three, it's like too much. <laughs> Excuse me, lady with a goddamn phone in a sandwich bag. Why would you put cocaine in margaritas? Because we're on vacation? <laughs> that was incredible. But Marcus, do cover your balls. Someone stop those two. I, th- I think I see some human trafficking. Founded in Spain, but around here we call it the Devil's Dick. If it isn't special forces and special stupid idiot. Yes, we do agree (laughs) that you are a dumbass. King Box got some good ones. King, I was going to say. And then here goes the the Waffle House portion of the quotes. There's a hundred Waffle Houses in Atlanta. (laughs) We'll just work our way up from here in concentric circles. Classic circle sweep. Maneuver. There's a Waffle House mm-hmm. right across the street. Marcus kissed me on the forehead in a Waffle House. And John, last but not least, it was really good cocaine. No. It was great cocaine. <laughs> Vacation Friends. That's right, I said um, the title. 
Yeah, yeah no, it's necessary. <laughs> um, uh, I like. Uh, I, I thought this movie. Um, at first, I was like, "All right, I get the joke. Can we? We're gonna make the same joke over and over same. and over again." Yeah. But, yeah, but it, it cut turned. itself off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It caught itself. It. <laughs> It does, because I was like, by the end of the vacation, I'm like, I get it. All right. John Cena and the blonde chick are crazy. We get it. And then it's just like, uh, at some point, I don't know exactly when, but some point during the wedding uh, like uh, week, I, I, I was like, all right, all right, I'm in. I get it. I like it. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's funny because I feel like all the jokes on vacation were, were they, they were funny, but it wasn't... It's still like what you said still remain true. Like it could be funny and you could still be like word, but we can't just like the like the uh the montage of like the days in the week in Spanish or whatever. I was like, this is this is like already what the movie is. There's no there's no need for a montage. Right. This is this is taking place as in real time while they while they flip boats. Um but yeah the well, How the are you supposed is- to know that a week had passed? True, true, <laughs> true. How how Cena's supposed to get a hold of uh, that Mexican police officers or SWAT team, I'll say, members <laughs> machine gun. And yell out, uh, Viva la Revolucion. <laughs> hey, you, hey you, you, that Mexican revolution still going on. You, you know, John, just getting started, baby. Uh, but yeah, I thought this was oh, a boy. very enjoyable movie. Uh, I thought it was quite funny. And uh, it was exactly what, uh, what, what streamers need in their lives. I think in terms of just like what you expect from a streaming comedy. Joke-wise. I had a very uh, stressful day. And mm-hmm. watching this movie really like was 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 what I needed. What the uh, it really, yeah, because like you know, just today was just one of those days where I was just like super annoyed and frustrated about like twenty things that happened. So when I when I sat down to watch this, and again, just over an hour and a half, uh, which is you know, it's like a hundred. I think it's a hundred and three minutes is the runtime, which. You know that's the sweet spot right there. You know, <laughs> we want to those ninety to hundred minute hundred hundred minute movies are uh, what I like. Uh, apparently, they have announced a sequel movie. Have you heard about this? No, but I just hope King Bach gets a bigger role in it because everything he says in this movie is funny, like all of it. King Bach's very funny. Yeah. Apparently, uh, according to Deadline, uh, sequels in the works at Hulu lands. The biggest three-day movie weekend opening for an original in streaming history for them. In their history. That's so, uh, that was... mildly well-deserved, I would say. Because, I mean, in terms of, like, popular movies. Because, it, it like, a, you know, a, a Nomadland or whatever is never going to get that that award. Um, You know, that's good. But that wasn't streaming exclusive, either. No, no, no. I know, I'm talking about that type of movie. I'm saying a, 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 okay, a drama you. would never get that kind of exposure. Yeah, um, prestige on, on, like, dramas weekend. usually don't get... Yeah. Yeah. Um, but like for like a comedy opening, it, it honestly kind of in general, that's a that's that's good money. Uh, yeah, I mean it's uh, it's good, and uh, there's a lot. I mean the movie is like jam packed with like jokes. Like it's like I will need to go back to catch. There's like sl- throwaway I, I lines. Nineteen where I think, quotes. There's a million. There's a million. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I'm pretty sure John Cena says to Bunny Colvin. When he, they find out they both were uh, in the Green Berets as they're yeah. walking away, and he says he did uh, five years in Laos, John Cena says to Bunny, um, and by the way, that's his character's name in The Wire. I have no idea what his actual name is. But <laughs> uh, he says to him, I heard you had to put Jimmy hats on your, on uh, your rifle rifles. stocks. Yep. That, yeah. Cena, Cena whispers a bunch of crap. The thing about his dick needing to FaceTime someone is is whispered. It is it is so quiet. Yeah. It's, it's just a throwaway line. He just walks away from Yvonne Orgy. He's like, excuse me, like my, my dick's got to FaceTime someone. Like it's the most normal thing in the world. 
Did you like the running joke of uh, the uh, the that John Cena has seemingly experienced everything that's ever happened? <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I I think I think what you want to do, John, is just just kind of float. You know, that that's yeah. how Cena lives. That's how I live. Just like those rings in the sewer, they just float. How the fuck did he get him back? That's nonsense. <laughs> uh, well, you know, it's we a, spent it's all a morning. Movie. Okay. Yeah, he spent the whole the whole morning and also what didn't make sense to me but the tone of the letter that was written was of really apologetic that we fucked everything up but then they they were real mad yeah yeah she's but and it's the girl is furious it was done (laughs) as as i told you it was great cocaine can we talk about king bach because king bach you might know him as that uh the the vine star (laughs) that's that's how people in 2021 know him as you for sure I yeah, mean that's all I do. He's been in movies. He's he's been in like the Heat. I remember that with like Sandra Bullock. He's been in some stuff, but he like actually he was in the Babysitter. The he's in. Yeah, he, he's the, but he, he's getting no. He's getting some 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 jokes off in this movie. Uh, yeah, no, he's but his delivery is really funny. Like uh, it is so good. It's it's why. and it also it's very nice to see like that like internet comedy uh can like translate to film. I didn't. I I would I. I I definitely would count myself as a skeptic if it was anyone but him that I already knew was funny. You know what I mean? He, he's he's a, he's a he's a funny actor in this movie. So yeah, so is his buddy, by the way, that lost though. his Ferrari. <laughs> it's one of my favorite good. vines of all time. It's one uh, of my favorite things of all time. Um, I mean, again, I've, I've, everyone's thinking about like, vine. You know it. There's like four or five vines that I think about a lot, and they're all King Box. No, but the the King Box backflip. <laughs> So he, he stole my purse. I'll save you. It's great. It's so good. <laughs> and uh, also the the English kid who gets uh, hit in the face. He goes, "I can't believe you've done this." Of course, that's a classic. Uh, we're not here to no, talk about vines. We're here to talk cut. about okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I thought King Bach uh, for the four scenes he's in, five scenes he's in, hilarious. Your line about the punch. What an introduction. <laughs> The the way that he says, uh, oh, what is it? It's yes, we do agree that you are a dumbass. That 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 is just like a real unique, strange, like he's squinting when he says it delivery that I just I enjoyed. That I was like, that's actually something only you could do in this movie. It's pretty great. Um, I like his friend too. Uh, I don't, I didn't recognize that actor, but he was, he was, he was good. It was uh, his, his introduction was really creepy too, where he was like, "Okay, this motherfucker," with like the big eyes holding the drink. I was yeah, like, that's terrifying. Uh, I also I really enjoyed uh, Zeke and the other employees of the construction company. Thought they were great. I was gonna say I would trade maybe like five minutes in Mexico for five more minutes with Zeke. Say, oh, that's that was another line that I did not write down, but he was like, "I could really fuck some shit up in seven days," and he was like, "I'm I'm a hundred percent certain I, I, you're capable of that." <laughs> That was uh that that is a good line yeah this movie is chock full of uh, funny stuff I will say this um there was one point in the movie like I want to say when they're when, right around bef- right before they do the uh day montage where mm-hmm. I was I and I know I mentioned this before but I was starting to get angry at the movie <laughs> and I was Why? like jo- because like John Cena is uh he's such a weird actor to me like I can't pinpoint that, that's 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 it well said how i feel about him because there's some things i do like him in and other things that i'm just i really am just nonplussed about and he is his body is so <laughs> big it's distracting <laughs> do you know what i mean 
What is it called when you're body shaming someone through beauty? Are you beauty shaming? Like it doesn't look natural because he's, uh, he's yeah, it so like it, it's his age though. <laughs> it's just that he's probably like damn near fifty, but has the body of a wrestler. No, always. no. Well, he's he's probably mid forties. I would I would think that's exactly what damn near fifty is. Thanks for for clearing that up for us. <laughs> Listen, I'm ten years younger than him, and if you say I'm damn near forty, I will murder you. <laughs> <laughs> whatever uh you, you know what i am damn near 30 <laughs> for the right like to the tune well, of yeah one month. but you actually exactly are today yeah it's tuesday september 7th holla at me um but uh yeah i think hey, Cena's good Cena's that huh what happy birthday oh my god <laughs> I, I, I knew i knew you said um uh but i was gonna say see i think cena is like only capable of being like funny when i see like the suicide squad this is the first movie where i was like oh he's funny and like a little like good. I I thought he was like he had. I thought he had moments. Well, like for example, like a movie like Blockers. Uh, yes, it's that's like all, that's all jokes. that. But uh, no, but the problem with him and Blockers for me is like I'm tired of seeing the super muscly guy being super sensitive. Like I I don't I don't find that juxtaposition funny. You know what I mean? I don't think that's happened as many times as you think. I think that's a controlled, like, four-year span where he is just doing that to yeah, get into the film industry. I know, but I, I don't I don't like it. You haven't seen the movie with him and Keegan-Michael Key as firefighters with a little girl? Because I haven't, because it's the exact same You're thing you're talking, talking about, about. What was that called? It's uh, Playing With Fire? Is that what that's called? Sure. Liguizamo. <laughs> I've, I've, I've said my piece on Liguizamo. Uh, friend of the pod. <laughs> things change fast um yeah yeah uh yeah this movie's uh i, I don't know you want to rate it oh i also so, sorry we gotta talk about the plot. did you know that the baby was not his a big plot point of this movie is that laurel thinks that he impregnates uh john cena's loving uh future fiance uh did you know yeah. that he didn't impregnate her the whole time were you positive uh, i'll tell you the, i'll tell you the moment that i knew was when she started to give the speech that's when I knew that. Oh, this oh, is. Oh, so, so no, this, so this no, is, yeah. Because I too, I thought, I thought this movie was was going for it. I was like, whoa. There was like, I, I, I too was like truly. I was like, man, they really about to just put a different baby inside this one. Okay, all right. Yeah, I honestly, and I like the 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 reveal is that they ended up just having sex on top of him. But so let's <laughs> get into that because the only way that makes sense ex- exactly the way that we that we know it to be is if Yvonne Orgy is hidden it from the back and then uh Cena's girl, we gotta say her name at some point, whispers, uh, does the shh Terrell. Because she literally has her hands on him and is and obviously she's not riding him, which is what we're meant to believe, but she's she's get she's getting pumped. I'm saying Orgy had a dildo on. I'm saying strap on for for Yvonne Orgy. It's right there in the name. Uh inappropriate. Uh Meredith Henger. Uh or Nicola Kyla. Thank you, Kyla. Uh, Kyla giving them good jugs. The grandma, my grandma could use that. I think that I think that because this it's such a close up. There's plenty of imagination of what could have been actually happening uh, for the, to the rest. Her of, hands uh, are on his chest, which means she's facing forward, and she is above him, which means she is on top of him. What are you talking about? Do the geometry, bro. Strap she, on. No, it, she could have been. On with like a thing, and then on top, and then she's over that way. This is, a, this is a podcast. You're not, 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 not my thing made perfect sense. I'm doing a great job explaining the geometry. I don't, I don't. You know what? I, I'm I'm good on this. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I will it. say this. 
I think you know what? I think the moment maybe that turned me was the acid, uh, the mushroom trip. You know what? That moment was so fun. I enjoyed that, yeah, that whole was sequence. Awesome. Was that, you know what was really great about funny. that was that they did almost nothing except make it look like the movie Annihilation for five seconds. Like in all the film, it was just you know standard like you know wide wide angle lens. It wasn't they didn't like you know invent the wheel and then the clown stuff starts going on and then it's the just like they're so ramping it up a level. Uh, yeah, what uh, what is uh, I forgot. Cena says to to Little Red afterwards. He's like, really, man, fucking metal arms. Like what? <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Um, and then at the, at the end of that scene, he just goes, "Not a circus." <laughs> nope. <laughs> oh boy, shall we shall we rate this bad boy? Uh, yeah, we can rate it. Is there something else you want to say about it? I'm trying to think. Is there anything else we didn't cover in the film that was worth talking about? I mean, yeah. I oh, say um, name. I want to say that uh, Lil Rel's parents were very funny for the little bit they were in. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Shout out to his mom, who's definitely the black mom in everything since forever. Um, Yeah, she's great. Oh, and can you can Anna you explain who yeah. um, Yvonne Orgy's sister mm. looked super familiar to me, and I can't place who it is. Her sister? She had a sister in this movie? I don't even remember that. Yeah, they're at the spa together. She's the one that starts crying. Oh, uh... Uh... I don't know. I also I don't think that's her sister. I think that's like her... Whatever. No, it's 100% her sister. The, uh, then I don't know, and what? Get to your point. It wasn't King Bob, no, who's I, the sibling of no, Milk. No, that, that... Her face was so familiar to me, but I couldn't pull for the we life of me. We have the internet. Google that shit. I ain't going Oh, nowhere. it's Tony Newsom. All right, it's Tony Newsom. Okay. Uh, it's Tony Newsom. Tony Newsom's a hilarious um, improv uh, actress. But that explains it. Yeah. Yeah. I just I just found out. Yeah. Tony Newsom. All right. She was on a very silly okay. show called Bajillion Dollar Properties. That was a CISO original. Remember I CISO? Uh, only because you wouldn't let me not. See so forever, baby. <laughs> sure. Oh boy. All right, Nutter. What do you rate this movie? Stream it, skip it, or go at stream it. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna also say stream it. Uh, if you're in the mood for a dumb, fun comedy, this is a great choice. Uh, although I will say there might be some points where you're like, all right, let's get on with it, but uh, it doesn't last for too long. It doesn't out. Yeah. It doesn't outstay its welcome. Nope. But there's plenty of clowns. Well, there's just the there's actually there's some clowns showing up in the background. <laughs> yeah. All right, now buffering. Okay, so in in light of some uh, very unfortunate news uh, this earlier this week, we decided to spend some time to talk about uh, the career of Michael K. Williams, uh, who unfortunately passed away uh, in his Brooklyn apartment. He was 54 years old, and um, he's an actor that you know means something to both. I think the two of us, uh, you know, we really appreciate his work and his passion for acting, uh, as we've 
take it in him in many different ways. And like we don't obviously talk about TV very often on this show, but it's impossible to talk about the impact of Michael K. Williams without talking about his television roles. So we're just going to spend some time now to kind of just talk about um, about his his impact and his uh, legacy and uh, just some thoughts that we you know, want to get off our chest about, uh, unfortunately, the passing of this uh, tremendous, tremendous person. Yeah. So a uh, little bit of just quick backstory. Uh, he was actually got his first major acting role in the movie Bullet in 1996 after being discovered uh, by Tupac. Uh, the scar that he's very famous for uh, that is a result of a bar fight that he got into on his 25th birthday. Um, and he yeah. was for a long time a dancer and then a choreographer uh, doing music videos uh, and going on tours with uh, major artists and all that kind of stuff. So he had, had a, a very eclectic background. Um, and unfortunately, uh, also had a, a something that he, he talked about in interviews as well was a, 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 a big battle and long uh, 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 battle with drugs. Uh, uh, heroin, I believe, uh, being the, the, the most uh, dire of yeah. those. So, uh, yeah, he was he was he was I mean, he was a, a hell of a guy. So he certainly lived in an incredible life. The uh, the thing that I'll always remember uh, about Michael Williams is a. Uh, listening to an interview where he talked about seeing uh, 9-11, like, from a rooftop. He was, like, at a barbecue and was yeah. just, like, looking at it, at it transpiring. And I was like, holy shit, that is unreal. Um, and, uh, and yeah, I was, I just, I, I couldn't imagine that. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, from little roles in, you know, uh, uh, you know, he's, 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 he's in 12 Years a Slave. He's in the small yeah. indies, like, Love. He's in a bunch of video games. He's in 2K. He's in a, uh, just a, a, everything you can think of he has done. Um and he's kind of done it with like this very specific kind of I don't gravitas is kind of overused, but it does apply to him. But I think yeah. what's what maybe is the thing that that is now easier to say because he played a lot of the same roles for a long time is that he was actually it was actually charm. He, I think he was a very charming actor and he kind of you kind of you wanted to be around his talent, maybe not exactly his character, but you definitely wanted to gravitate towards his talent. Yeah, I mean, uh, and. I mean, he's obviously going to be most famous for his time doing the HBO shows, which he uh, most famously The Wire. But he did a, he worked a lot. He was a working actor. And I love the fact that he came up, uh, his first uh, thing that he did in show business was the Janet Jackson music video for uh, Rhythm Nation. He was a backup dancer for that. And, you know, he grew up in East Flatbush in a, you know, not great neighborhood and uh he lived almost his entire life in brooklyn and he's just one of those like classic new york actors that was in it for the and when you hear him in his interviews like i'm gonna in the show notes i'm gonna put links to a couple different articles and a couple different podcasts uh about him and uh his inter some interviews that he did where he talks about the joy of dancing uh in his life and how much that meant to him and like the 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 passion he had for uh, acting and all this stuff. So I don't know. Um, another thing that like uh, a buddy of mine and former guest of the show, Sean Darrow, uh, sent me the, the link of him uh, doing the DMX tribute earlier this year. And, and it was, it's this really cool, like, I don't know, 40 seconds of him, like, you know, doing this beautiful tribute to DMX where he's, and it's, and now it's like, he's gone too. And that was like, uh, it's so I don't know. It's crazy, man. Same I, year. I, I'm yeah. really just yeah. It's the same year. It's um I don't know. This has been a rough year, man. <laughs> We've lost some big names. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Um, uh, do you have a favorite uh, role of his? 
it's so okay I to mean, say the wire. Don't don't don't. It is don't, it is the wire. I mean, I absolutely love the wire. I love the character of Omar Little, and Omar is such a a fucking groundbreaking character at the time. Like we're talking about the early two thousands, and they're putting a character who is a stick up guy. And he's gay, and they show him having, uh, you know, and he's the most badass dude. Everyone respects the Omar, even if they don't like him. Everyone has respect for Omar, and the people that don't learn quick. But the fact that they show a character like that having, you know, male relationships is was is a crazy thing to do. It's never I never really had that before in any show where you have a very aggressive male character who's black. In a uh, in a gay relationship, I thought that was it was pretty, and uh, it was pretty it was pretty cool. And like the character itself, full of classic lines, you know, you know, you aim for the king, you best not miss. Omar coming with the people, and him just walking down the street holding the shotgun, whistling like ah, it's such an iconic character. It's my favorite show of all time, and uh, I know that's like a cliche thing to say now, but I, I just ah, I love that show. I love that character, and I I, I will go back and watch it. Every couple of years, and man, it's gonna be harder to watch it now. I'm I'm gonna say uh uh the the tandem of Lovecraft Country and When They See Us is definitely uh my uh my 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 roles of choice only because uh it really did represent to me uh the evolution of him as an actor and uh it's it's ironic that you 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 bring up the wire because that that role was everything you just said and then he would go on to get smaller roles that were that 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 could be you know basically like you know lesser versions sure. of of Omar basically where where people weren't were kind of seeing the right thing but not exactly nailing it uh but specifically in when they see us um i loved his uh his his portrayal of bob mccray because uh he basically what he does is he plays uh, a, a father that convinces his son to fi- to sign a false confession so he goes in is this, it's a you know and it's a miniseries, wow. a miniseries so he goes from being yeah. basically a, a, a father that's like really mad at his son for like staying out late not knowing why he was staying out late or what the inevitable consequences of what that are to to a father that is just like completely mad at himself because of a mistake that he you know made for his child and just seeing that happen uh like uh, in tandem with uh, Lovecraft Country, which is also a story about him and his son dealing with generational trauma and gener- and, and race and all this kind of stuff. And uh, those two uh, roles just really, like, I, lo- I loved them. Uh, shout out HBO, obviously, and Netflix. Um, I loved them uh, for his career arc just because I feel like they were uh, just kind of perfect in tandem with uh, where he started as Omar. Like, he's always been so layered no matter what the material was like he was going to bring that texture to the role right and there was like a thing where it felt like he was being typecast a bit as the you know the tough guy just the black the black tough guy right and uh but he always brought uh like you said different layers to every character he played so like another I mean, show, the, the night uh, of it's like re- it's it's incredible was, how good he I is. I was literally about to bring that up. Yes, <laughs> it's it's kind of yeah. insane how like that's that's a uh, that's a character that and that almost any other actor could play, and it would go right over our heads in terms of like it would matter. It would it would be it would be borderline like pointless to have a tough guy in jail yeah. character like a, a, ever again. Like it's it's it has truly been done before, unless of course uh, the aforementioned Michael K. Williams is is on stage screen. Uh, yeah, um, 
But that, that's such a good point because it's really true. Because like that character, just with a different actor, is just just another you know prison. Who cares? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's 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 another and, and character. does not have the the chemistry with Riz because again you got that's that uh, that that uh that relationship. It is you know deadly serious, but it is also a kind of a friendship. It's it, it's 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 that it's that exact same uh, duality that I was talking about with all these roles where he never. He's he's making sure you see different shades of a character. He he's not playing one note under any circumstance, right? And um, so he's mostly been uh, a TV actor. He had done um, a bunch of different movies. I, I unfortunately haven't seen some of the like some of the stuff he's done. I've seen a lot of it, but not not a lot. But he played a lot of smaller roles in movies. He never really got any huge roles. He did get nominated for a couple of things. He got a. Uh, the Twelve Years a Slave, which is, um, I believe, that's a cast nomination he was on for, um, for the Screen I mean, Actors he's Guild. In some so, stuff. He's in Ghostbusters, he's in Triple Nine, Assassin's Creed, but it's he's definitely. Yeah. I think he will definitely be regarded uh, as one of the greatest TV actors of all time. More, more. I mean, he's in like. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I apologize. Tom Baby. One of the greatest character actors of all time. Sorry. Yeah, he's a it's, fantastic. It's not really about actor. whether or not he was in uh, movies and TV. I think we know his face. And it's it's a it's a talent thing, not a you know what what bigger, smaller, or big screen. Yeah, and like even like so, he's in one episode of The Sopranos where he's playing this guy Ray Ray, who's like helping Jackie April uh, Junior like hide out for a day, and like it's just like the moment he the mo- his first line of dialogue, uh, and he's only in the one episode. The first line of dialogue, you're just like, oh, I get this guy. He immediately makes you know like boom, 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 this is it, bubble, and it's just like. He's he's great in it. It's a very small role, and um, I mean, I, he's I mean, the the wire I think started like the year after, and he he got on that. And like, what's crazy to me is that the wire didn't win any like real awards while it was running, and it's now considered you know one of the better uh, one of the best shows of all time. But like, you know, he never got nominated for like an Emmy for that. And then he did get it. I believe he was nominated for an Emmy for was he nominated for Boardwalk Empire or was that I know he was nominated for Bessie. Maybe uh, possibly even the right night now. of, but yeah, uh, another another great character he played was Boardwalk Empire. You know, Chalky White. Uh, five. Was... Wow, five primetime Emmy nominations. Uh, okay, that would be what, for what Lovecraft for? Country. So that's, okay. that's coming up. Uh, when they see us. Uh, oh, and for mm-hmm. wow, for for uh, Vice. He, you know, he's he hosted he hosted his own Vice show. Um, a, a, oh, that's a, right. In a couple of the episodes, I believe, were, I actually were about uh, forgot about that. Yeah, um, I mean, and then and yeah. then and then the night of and for Bessie, like you said. So yeah, five, wow, five primetime Emmy nominations. Uh, also five in five years, I should say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, he's he he started to get his flowers towards the end of his career. Well, uh, that's it. That's what we're here to to do is to sing his praises because they didn't give him an, an Emmy for. Uh, wow, he could have won that yeah. night of one. Yeah. Uh. That's the one for the record. I'm looking at it. Who who do you, who won that year? Uh, let me see. Well, I mean, I, what I was gonna say what Michael Kenneth Williams as Chalky White was again like he's playing similar where he's playing the powerful gangster who's running shit. Uh, a little bit different, obviously, than his character from The Wire or, or The Night of, but you know he. It's it was it's a really cool character. It's a very memorable character if you watch that show. Uh, you know, I mean, what did that show run for five seasons or something like that? And he yeah. has a pretty pretty. I mean, he's in all five seasons, I believe, and he's 
I don't know. I, I it's um man, it's just really it's really a shame because like when you heard this guy, that's the thing too. Like when I've heard him in Alexander Skarsgård in in uh Big Little Lies, Hidden in Women. Oh yeah, shame that show him. was that show was very. Uh, People were very excited about that show when it came out. Yeah, they were. No, they wanted to give Skarsgård his 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 true blood love. Um, continue. No, what I was just gonna say was when you heard him talk about his life and how much and the you know it's just this is what's so killer because he had such a passion for life and passion for acting and all these different things and it's just like it's just really like frustrating, you know, in a selfish way because it's like. Oh man, this guy could have still made like, like you even said like, uh, when we see uh when they see us at Lovecraft Country, that's within the last couple of years, and like it's and he was getting more and more work now, and um he's putting out great stuff. Like there's a show that I haven't watched, but I know people did absolutely love it. Was Happen Leonard, and you know he was the star of that show. It was on Star, so you know a lot of people probably didn't see it, but the people that saw that show loved it. And, uh, you know, only ran for two seasons, but, you know, it had its following. And it's, he's just one of those guys that it's like when he's on the screen, it's impossible to look away. You know, he, he had that magneticism. The, what was, which know? one was that again? I think that's going to be what I watched. Hap so there is a show and that Leonard. He, and he's, he's the star of it? Yeah, it's uh, him and, um, uh, God, I don't remember the other guy now. That is what I am uh, going to seek out. Is it an HBO? It was. Uh, it, was it, might, it might have been Sundance or Stars. It was on a weird channel. Gotcha. Happen. It was Leonard. on Sun H A P. Sundance TV. Sundance TV. Happen Leonard. H A P. H A P. He it. played the. He played the character. Oh, and James of Purfoy. Oh, duh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, James Purfoy. Dope. Thank he plays a a black, uh, gay Vietnam vet in that show. And apparently a cowboy. They're well, it's in Louisiana. Oh, okay. It's in, you know, that's big cowboy country. Happen Leonard sounded like a much more easygoing thing when you said it, and then you hit me with uh, with the dramatics right there. <laughs> it's like Happen Leonard. Thought it was, I thought it was more of a Turner and Hooch situation. <laughs> it is not. Uh, not by a long shot. Ah, as far as I understand, again, it's a show I haven't watched, but it's, he's got, you know, some of If it's a starring role, then I'm going to have to check it out. Yeah, I think uh, based on some books or something like that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, again, who I don't even I do I never even heard of the Sunday Sundance TV channel. But I remember, you know, shout out to the Ringer who did actually a great retrospective on him uh, as an article that I read uh, this morning, uh, written by Rob Harvilla, uh, just talking about and he Eric was an Jenkins. <laughs> uh, shout out to Eric Jenkins, a friend of the pod. Uh, Michael K. Williams was an iconic actor born for an iconic role. It was an article I read. It, and then another article uh, from the New York Times that came out about five years ago. It's uh, Michael K. Williams is more than Omar from The Wire, which is another great article. Uh, I'm going to link to uh, a couple podcasts. Uh, Awards Chatter did an interview with him from a couple years ago. It's very uh, strong. Uh, he was on Bullseye with Jesse Thorne. Uh, it was one of two interviews on that episode. The other one is Zach Galifianakis. Um, they will be putting out a another issue. Jesse Thorne made a, a note about that today, where it's just going to be an extended version of that. So I will link to that when that comes out as well. And uh, the other podcast is Mark Marin just re-released uh, his interview with him from earlier this year, 
which is another another great uh, conversation. Uh, they do talk about his uh, substance abuse uh, issues that he had because Mark Maron also had uh, similar issues, and um, it's a it's a great conversation, and it's it's really a shame again uh, to say the same thing over and over again. Like he did seem like he had such a love of life, and just he's taken from us way too soon. Hey man. Rest in power, Michael Kenneth Williams. All right, so for our last looks, we're going to be running some uh, stuff that you guys should check out. Uh, Nader, what do you recommend? I'm going to recommend uh, Happen Leonard. Uh, it is on uh, Netflix, apparently. So I'm going to I'm going to recommend exactly what John just recommended awesome. to me to the streamers for a little uh, Michael right. Kenneth Williams tribute. I'm going to recommend some stuff that is on HBO Max. I'm going to be recommending The Wire. I'm going to be recommending Boardwalk Empire. I'm going to recommend The Night Of. Uh, and uh, Lovecraft Country. Lovecraft that's Country, also yeah. on, uh, yeah, you, that's you also haven't on seen HBO that, right? Max. I have not that's seen the- it, but uh, you and uh, former guests of the show, Davey, have uh, both told me that you really enjoyed it. So, Well, that's a beautiful thing because we have some more Michael Kenneth Williams to enjoy in our lifetime that ahead of us. Yeah. All right, uh, next episode, not our what are we watching? We are going to be doing the Kid and Play and Martin and Tisha Campbell classic House Party. That's right, we're keeping it comedic on Netflix, House Party. I think they're trying to remake it. Don't do that, y'all. It's a classic. House Party, the original. Woo! Uh, If you want to follow us online, you can. We are on Instagram, at thestreampod. On Twitter at the stream underscore pod, and you can email us at the stream pod at gmail.com. I don't get to assimilate into anything other than the black experience. For me to be given the opportunity to be a storyteller and to tell narrative of people in my community that look like me, I wear that as a badge of honor and a huge responsibility. And I am grateful for the gift of art, if nothing else, just for that. I'm Michael Kenneth Williams.